Hello and welcome to this another episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host Chase Green and today we've got Caleb Rutherford with the Scattered Abroad Network with us once again. He's joining us after discussing selfishness last week. We're going to talk about envy today on the podcast. As always, we're certainly thankful for the Scattered Abroad Network. This is our third season with Scattered Abroad. And also, we are thankful for the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee, for overseeing this work, and special thank you to the elders there for doing so. We are uh, going to look at this idea of envy today, and we want to ask the question, Caleb, does the problem of selfishness, which we talked about last time, does it feed into the problem of envy? How are these uh, interrelated? Oh, I, I 100% think that they do. I think selfishness is kind of like the maybe the foundation and then envy is kind of what what comes after it because well, like we talked about last last episode I think it was selfishness selfishness is this idea of wanting everything for yourself. You want yourself to be better than everybody else um, and that's your thought process but then I think envy almost is kind of the maybe the action of doing it or it is um, taking that attitude and making it um, grow, multiply, blossom um, into something worse. Um, and I think that we become consumed and stimulated by this idea of a selfish attitude. And that's what, that's what kind of grows and fosters this idea of envy. Um, and then it blossoms into having this bad and this angry attitude and to not getting what we want. Um, and truly, envy is a selfish thing. Um, because it, again, and I think we've talked about this, um, last week, it, it, it doesn't allow us to have the right kind of attitude and vision towards the people around us. Um, and we need to make sure that we're looking at people in, in the way that God looked at people. Um, and again, we're supposed to imitate Christ, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. Um, and Jesus saw people um, with, uh, he saw them as an opportunity for him to serve them. Um, we know that he came to serve, to, not to be served, but to serve. We know that he came to seek and save the lost, Luke 19, verse 10. Um, and so that's what our goal in this life should be. And we can't do that when we have an envy towards other people. And it's interesting too, Chase, when you think about this idea of envy, a lot of it stems, I think, from materialism, doesn't it? Um, yes. And I think um, it we get so consumed and obsessed with uh, with things of this world, the uh, just things. I mean, that's it. They we get consumed with things, um, whether it be, you know, and, and it could be things that we hold. It could be um, social status, popularity, even things like that. Um, and we get so consumed with those things. But you and I have to remember that according to Colossians chapter 3, we're supposed to set our affections on things above, not on things of this world. Um, and so that's just something that we need to always keep in mind, First John chapter 2, 15 through 17, among other places, of, of separating ourselves from this world um, and being different. And again, we can't do that when we're envious towards people and the things that they have, the position that they hold. We have to look at other people with, a, with an attitude of love, with an attitude of, hey, I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you have this thing. I'm glad you're in that position. But a lot of times we don't do that. And it, like you said, it does stem from this attitude of selfishness. Right. Well, as Christians, we're supposed to re- rejoice with those who rejoice right. and with those who weep. Absolutely. That's the Christian attitude. Unfortunately, the natural human tendency is to not have that attitude, but to desire what others have and to maybe want to be in their position and and envy their position or their stuff, uh, their stature, things of that nature. And uh, part of transforming, uh, if you will, with with your (laughs) podcast in mind, uh, into the mindset of a Christian is we have to lay aside those selfish thoughts that lead to, like you said, 
envy. Yeah. Uh, envy is the, I guess, the sin of selfishness. <laughs> sure. I want to look at James uh, 3, verse 16, and I find it very interesting that both of these are mentioned in the same verse. James 3, verse 16 says, For where envy and self-seeking, selfishness, True. where they exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. So when you think about it, we know that uh, in First Timothy chapter 6, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Right. We don't have a verse that says this per se, but really selfishness is another root. I sure. like to think of as lots of evil things are coming and stemming from the sin of selfishness. Right. Uh, envy and self-seeking, where you find those two things, confusion and every evil thing are there. Yeah, I agree. I think that, I'm really, truly honestly, if you think about it, Every single sin that we commit boils down to this idea of selfishness. Right. Um, and I, feel, I don't know, maybe we're talking too much about selfishness because we, talk, we talked That's about okay. that. Ahead, <laughs> we talked about that last, last week. But um, it boils down to this idea of doing what you want to do yeah. with no regard for God and what he's laid out for us. Um, and envy is one of those things where envy stems from that idea of selfishness because you want for yourself only what's best for you. And when somebody else has something better than you, then you have that wrong attitude towards them. Um, and that's where all of that stems from. But it's interesting, if you look at that passage there in James 3, if you look at verse 17, he says, but the wisdom that's from above, talking about from God, the wisdom that you and I need to obtain and possess, is what? It's pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, willing to yield full of mercy and good fruit without partiality and without hypocrisy. And so what a contrast there is between the wisdom and knowledge of God and what we need to have as opposed to um, what is from this world. Um, we're talking about the wisdom, uh, this wisdom, uh, going back to this idea of what's in the world, um, which is it, it doesn't descend from above, but it's earthly, it's sensual, it's yeah. demonic. And so what a contrast that is. Absolutely. Uh, I think also, we don't use this word as much as we probably should, but the idea of covetousness. Mm, sure. Especially when it comes to the envy of the material. Yeah, go back to my podcast, season number number one. I had had an episode on covetousness. Right, and so coveting is basically desiring someone else's material things to the point that you wish ill will toward that person, you wish you could steal it if you had just the opportunity, or uh, you wish that it was you instead of them that had that, those sorts of things. That's covetousness, which is idolatry, Mm -hmm. because you're elevating material stuff over a right relationship with God. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it is, um, I feel like it, it's, je- covetousness is jealousy, like, on steroids almost. Yeah. You know, it, really it's, um, I mean, I, I, you know, we say, one of my, be- one of my good friends, um, he's got, he's got a, la- a MacBook, a laptop that I've been wanting to get, and I'm like, man, I'm jealous you got one, right. you know, but it's not like, I hate you, and I'm going to do something to you yeah, so I can get you a laptop. Right, and I don't, maybe we shouldn't say that, I don't know, but, uh, I think covetousness is the idea of you're going to do whatever it takes, even if it means bringing harm upon someone else, right. to get whatever it is that you want. And that stems from this idea of envy, yeah. um, because you're envious towards them. I want what you have, and I can't get it. What can I do to get it? Right. And and these all stem back to, you know, there are sins that are directly contrary to the holy nature of God, I guess. You know, sinning against God, and then you've also got sins against your neighbor. Right. And really, any sin against your neighbor is also a sin against God. 100%. You've kind of got these two categories. 
And when we talk about sinning against our neighbor, we go back all the way back to the Ten Commandments. And I want to read Exodus 20, verse 17. It says, You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. And maybe we don't think about that one as often as we need to. Yeah. Don't covet your neighbor's wife. Uh, is it possible to be envious of someone else's spouse, wishing you had them? Yes. And sure. Adulteries uh, start that way. Sure. Uh, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. It belongs to your neighbor. So so don't envy those things. Right. No, I, I agree 100%. Um, envy can get you into a lot of places that you don't need to be. Uh, okay. It'll always get you right. in a place it, you don't need to be. It's like further spinning a web of, of more sin. Right. Right. And it's like, you know, lying is one of those things like it's the snowball effect, right? One lie leads to another and you got to keep going to lie to cover up your other lie. But then the same is with this idea of envy. And I also think, too, this idea of like, I think jealousy leads to envy, which leads to covetousness. Or it's maybe in a different, maybe in some kind of, maybe you get to all envy and covetousness. But, um, but I think those all go together. And again, they all stem from what? Selfishness. Yep. They all stem from wanting only what's best for you and not thinking about everybody else. And you're completely throwing out Galatians 6, bearing one another's burdens. Right. So. And, and selfishness, <clears throat> uh, as we kind of go back to it again, uh, selfishness, the, the root of sin is selfishness because it's all about us. Right. It's all about me. And uh, then we go to, you know, just it's, it's elevating ourselves really worshiping ourselves if you really think sure. about it serving uh, the creature rather than the creator right. chapter 1 and that leads to all sorts of sins yeah when you think about worshiping God you're going to do whatever it is that he commands us to do because you want what's best for God well, like you said you worship yourself you're going to do whatever's best for you yep. you put yourself in a position in a situation that only you're going to be able to succeed in and you don't care about anybody else so you're right. exactly right right well let's go ahead and move on now to uh We've talked about why envy is a sin. Let's ask ourselves, how does this particular sin really hurt people? How does it hurt our neighbor? That's a really good question. Um, Obviously, we know it is a sin. Um, And again, uh, it goes completely against the nature of God. And it goes completely against the nature of a Christian and who a Christian ought to be. Um, But ultimately, it hurts people because uh, it puts our wants and our quote-unquote, things that we think we need and all those things with that nature, it puts those before everybody else. And again, it throws out completely Galatians 6, bearing one another's burdens. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 10, I think 23 and 24, this idea of building up one another, putting everybody else first. But it blocks us and it hinders us from seeing other people the way that Jesus did. And I've said this a lot on my particular podcast and in my sermons and such. We need to try to see people the way that Jesus saw people. And that was they were a soul that had been created by God, worthy enough for him to die for. Um, and you and I have to understand that when we look at people, that we are no more worthy than they are. And we are no more special than they are. Jesus died just as much for them as he died for us. And if we think in our minds that that person is not worthy of uh, of being, of having the opportunity to be saved, then you and I aren't either because it elevates us higher than somebody else when we think that. Um, and it hinders us from loving other people in the right way. We may say, oh, yeah, we love them, but only if, you know. It's in it for me. Right, right. And that's, and that's another thing. Everything we do, it seems like every time we do something for, for someone, we're like, all right, 
when are you going to repay me? Yeah, you know? You owe me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I know jokingly we say, you owe me, you know, something yeah. like that. But, you know, you and I should always be willing to help somebody regardless of what's in it for us. And yeah. even if there is nothing in it for us, because think about Jesus. Think about what he did for us. Right. He took our sins to the cross, put himself in a horrible physical situation, tortured, um, completely, his body was destroyed, um, all for us. And what did he get in return? Not really nothing. People spat in his face. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, what an opportunity is for us to show the love of Christ towards other people, right. to show, I'll do this for you, and I'll do it to the best of my ability and in the best way that I can, and I don't care about you repaying me. I'm doing this because I love you, yeah. because I want what's best for you, because that's what Jesus would do. Think about the Good Samaritan. Absolutely. I mean, what did he have to gain by doing what he did? Right. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, well, uh, I, I was thinking about all sorts of sins that I could think of, and this is not an all-inclusive list, but some st- some sins that stem from selfishness and envy. If you think about it, these sins can lead to manipulating people, sure. to try to gain an advantage over them, uh, backstabbing people. You know, I pretend I like this person, but really behind their back, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm back. That's a big one, I think. And, I, and I've, I'll tell you what, I, I've seen that play out a lot. Um, unfortunately, within the church, you see a lot of people who are cordial with one another. They tolerate them, put up with them, but then behind their back, it's bickering back and forth. Right. Hey, did you hear what they did? Hey, did you hear what this is happening? Like, it's like, come on, man. You know, right. <laughs> so, no holds barred. It's just right, it's just, and that and that's sad. It really right. is. It is. Uh, what about this cold shoulder? Well, oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to give them the silent treatment, or right. I'm going to ghost to them, as we like to say. <laughs> yeah, because. Uh, they've got something that yeah. I really wish I that that was me. Right, but what? Did, and you, can you think about it though? What did Jesus do? I mean, to the Pharisees, to the scribes, the people who mistreated him. Man, he he treated them the same way. Even right. not the same way that they treated him, but he treated them them the same way he treated everybody else. Right. And that was with the love and compassion that um, that we didn't deserve. Right. We've also got uh, lying, slander against people. Covetousness. We talked about that. What about sowing discord? Ah, that's a big one, man. If uh, if if I'm envious of somebody, what you talk, do? talk bad about so it. So discord, try to turn people against them. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, that happens a yeah. lot. And it could even be not even some physical something, but it could be like the, like a position or the authority that they have over something. Um, and I've seen that a lot where somebody tries to turn people against other people simply because they have something that they want. Um, and that's where a lot of trouble stems it from. It could be even within friendships. Yeah. Uh, there's a proverb, and I can't remember where it's at, but. Uh, a, a divisive person separates chief friends or mm-hmm. something along those lines. So you, you can look it up. That's definitely highly paraphrased. But uh, I think it's a gossiper separates chief friends. What are they doing? They're trying to gain an advantage to separate friendships so that they can insert themselves in the middle of it and and manipulate that situation. And you think about how deadly that is and and when we talk about relationships in the church especially all sorts of division can be sown when you have people doing that behind the scenes yeah i also think too though i think sometimes we could even do this maybe unintentionally too um because i think sometimes we can be so consumed with ourselves and not even realize it i think there's a lot of people who um they live their lives they always think about themselves but they're like they're genuinely good people 
and they don't necessarily mean to do that. But I think a lot of times we can accidentally do it um, and not even, not you know, not even realize that we're we're being selfish towards other people. And I know that sometimes I've been guilty of that. I've just been thinking about me. What can I do for me? How can I help myself? Not in any kind of malicious or, or e- with evil intent. But I'm, I got to take a step back and realize, oh, I, I'm only like looking out for myself. You know, what can I do for the people around me? Because I think sometimes we walk with our blinders on and just forget about everybody else. Right. And, you know, we can talk about sins of ignorance versus blatant. Sure. Sure. I think we all need that gut check, though, from time to time. Absolutely. Hey, I'm guilty of the thing that I'm noticing everybody else has. Oh, sure. But I'm doing the same thing. Right. And uh, you talk about, you know, trying to get the, the speck out of your neighbor's yeah. eye. Yeah. Get the plank out of your eye. In your own eye, yeah. sticking out and just mentally picturing that. It's, it's hilarious. Right. But it illustrates a true point, and that is we don't like to look at our own faults. Mm-hmm. We like to point out everybody else's right. faults. And as it pertains to envy, uh, such a selfish approach. Yeah. Because I'm perfect. Right, and all these people around. Well, well and what, the what's the phrase they say? Check yourself before you uh, before you wreck yourself, right. right? And in all reality, I mean, you're kind of putting yourself to your own demise, or in the end, you do wreck yourself because you're not going to give yourself that opportunity to be right with God. And so, we do need to check ourselves, uh, check ourselves at the door. You know, make sure that you are being the right kind of person, um, the best that you can be, right. um, before you try to do anything else. And a true spirit of meekness, gentleness, humility. Will go a long way in, in checking those, those Absolutely. tendencies. So. And it helps us check it ourselves, but it also helps us when we check other people too. Right. Make sure we treat them in, in the right well, loving we're, kind we're of way. Right. We're supposed to consider one another to provoke to love right. and, and good work. Right. So you're going to pick up your family and your teammates the same way. You're going to try to push them right. on, encourage them, and keep them going. Why wouldn't we do that to our brothers and sisters? Right. Galatians 6, 1 and 2, we're right. there with Again, one another. Again, yeah, absolutely. Burdens, uh, to help one another. Absolutely. So, and that's. You know, we should bear with one another's burdens of, oh, something bad happened in your life. But the context in Galatians 6 is talking about the burdens of sin. Sure. We are to bear with our sin burdens. James chapter 5, we are to confess our faults to one another. Sure. And so we need to build one another up rather than tear each other down. Sure. 100%. Uh, Let's go back to Proverbs for a moment. Proverbs 14, verse 30. Proverbs 14, verse 30 says, A sound heart is life to the body. But envy is rottenness to the, to the bones. So you've got a contrast there between a sound, healthy heart, and that brings life, versus envy, which comes from the heart, if it's mm-hmm. we're, if we're not in check. Right. Uh, that envy, it rots your very bones. You think about this. Envy is a sin that will literally rot you to the core. Yeah. You will be so consumed mm-hmm. with it, it will make you sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your, your stomach will turn and you're just, you're physically making yourself sick because right. all you can think about is uh, how dare mm-hmm. so-and-so have this and right. instead of me. Right. And so uh, it can, it can really wreck somebody. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. Um, I think about times when I've been, there's some kind of issue or problem or something that has been going on in my life. Um, and it, like, it's something that just like, it sits on your mind and it sits on your heart and it just makes you sick because you can't wow. get rid of it. And that's, but see, that's the thing with envy. You can get rid of it. You can, you don't have to be like that. Right. You know, you can get it out of your mind. But again, I think a lot of it boils down to the idea of always wanting what everybody else has, not being satisfied with what you have. Right. Um, and and uh, we, we become blind to the blessings that God's given us. 
when we are consumed with envy because we look, well, look at those blessings that I don't have. Look at those things that I don't have. Well, think about maybe the things that you have. The song, Count Your Blessings. Yeah, 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 exactly. Think about the things that you have and maybe what other people don't have. Look right. at how well off we are. Go on a mission trip and see how, Absolutely. how well we've got it. Sure. And you also world. see, when you when you go on those mission trips, you also see how content they are with what they have too, right. which, is, which is boggling to us as Americans because yeah. we are always in this mindset of, Got to have more and more and more and more. They are content with with the little they have. Right. And what a lesson we can learn from that. Yeah, and and make it a point to rejoice with those who rejoice. Absolutely. Uh, Empathize with them. You know, in the same context, weep with those who weep. We need to love one another so much that we feel the same emotions that our brethren are feeling, whether it's joyful emotions or sorrowful emotions. We need to feel that right along with them. And if we're not then that means we're too focused on ourselves. Right, so. 100%. Here's another passage in Proverbs I want to look at, and that's Proverbs 23, verses 17 and uh, 18. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a hereafter, and your hope will not be cut off. That's a powerful couple of verses right yeah. there. We are not to envy the sinful. Uh, we both grew up in the church, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It can be very tempting because... We were sheltered from a lot of sinful things. Yeah, uh, it can be very tempting to let curiosity get the best of us. Sure. And I wonder what I missed out on. I wonder yeah. what fun I could have had. You know, yeah. we're not to envy those things. Right. Those, well, those sinful things that those people are doing are bringing nothing but heartache sure. to themselves. Well, and you also think too. I think social media plays in a lot of this. You see, yes. you see things on social media. People going out, drinking, doing drugs, maybe having a great time. Like, man, they look so happy. They look so like they have so much fun and exciting. But you don't see what happens after those pictures are taken. Right. You don't see the heartbreak, the guilt, um, the, the the pain, the headaches that they feel, yeah. all of the horrible things that come with doing sin. Yeah. Um, because, and I, one of the things I've always heard was, um, is a, what is it? Is a fleeting moment of pleasure worth the lifetime of pain or worth an eternity of pain, really, if you don't get your life right. And so we look at that split second that's like, man, that looks so good. But then we have to understand Look at where it got them. Look at what their life is like. You know, uh, I think that's that's just so important for us to remember. Yeah, it's a mirage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks great, but then it turns out to be empty and nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know that song "Beautiful People" by Ed Sheeran. I do. Uh, that song is talking about kind of the Hollywood lifestyle. Yeah. And if I understand it correctly, if I've interpreted it correctly, I guess. <laughs> but basically, he's invited to this this Hollywood party and he's seeing all these people and they're all laughing and having a good time. And, but then he says, you know, there's prenups and broken homes and Mm -hmm. all these heartaches that are really going on behind the scenes and all these beautiful people look at them. Oh, look how beautiful they are. And he's like, essentially I'm just a regular guy. I don't belong to these people, but even though they seem like they've got it all, me being just a regular guy, really, I don't want any part of what they've got because you, because he saw behind it, he saw through it, that there was all sorts of uh, problems that were going with the lifestyle that they were leading. Sure. I think that's a very interesting uh, concept that he was trying to get across uh, in that song. Well, and I think all of us, too, we're all, I mean, every single one of us is equal. You know, no one is greater than the other person sitting next to us. I think maybe... uh, You know, we look at people, they make more money than I do, they have more position, more power, etc. But... We're all still meek and lowly servants, you know, uh, on this earth. That's all we are. We're all equal. We're all the same. Um, and we all have to understand that, you know, we 
for those of us as faithful Christians, we belong to Jesus, and we have to live like that. Absolutely. Uh, just a few more passages we want to look at as we're, we're almost out of time, but uh, a couple of passages that have long list of sins. Mark 7, verses 21 and 22. Mark 7, verses 21 and 22. We talked about the heart being, you know, the root of the problem of selfishness and mm-hmm. so on. Yep. For from within the heart, uh, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, which we've talked about a lot in this episode, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, and evil eye. And I think that's an, an eye of envy, mm, looking at others sure. in that sort of way. Blasphemy, pride, foolishness. And he says in verse 23, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. You look at the works of the flesh hmm. in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through uh, 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outburst of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Several of those things in that list (laughs) had to do with what we're talking about in this couple of episodes. We've got to get rid of this if it's in our heart. I agree 100%. It will will slow you down. It will hurt you. It will hurt the people around you. It will do you no good uh, as an, really, even as just an individual, even if you're not a Christian, just as an individual, it will make your life miserable. Um, But it's even especially as a Christian, um, we need to make sure that we don't have any of this in our lives. Right. And ultimately, these these sins are listed in the things that will keep someone out of heaven. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go to one last passage, and that's James 3, verses 14 through 16. Where, and I think you referenced this a little earlier, uh, where do these sorts of mindsets come from? They come from Satan. Sure. Verses 14 through 16, James chapter 3. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above. This is not true wisdom. This is false wisdom right. that comes from below. It is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Christians, everyday Christians, we need to make sure that we don't have the sins of selfishness and envy in our hearts because they are landmines to our faith. Absolutely. And uh, we've got to make sure and, and clear the landmine field. And uh, these are two sins that we've talked about the last couple of weeks that we want to make sure absolutely clear out of our way. Caleb, I appreciate you for joining me again Thank on the podcast you. today. And I really enjoyed it. I'm thankful to be able to uh, record this with you right here at the headquarters. That's right. Well, uh, Lasky, <laughs> Tennessee. That's uh, right. We have been recording our joint podcast together. Uh, all the guys, or, or most of the guys at the network this week. And so we went ahead and jumped in and, and recorded these episodes. And I'm thankful to do that. Thankful to uh, you, the listener of the podcast. Go check out all of our podcasts at the Scattered Abroad Network, especially some of our new ones that we've got out this year. Go check out uh, our Spanish podcast that came out this year. Go check out uh, our, uh, what's the other podcast we've got? The uh, uh, Ohana, Ohana podcast uh, with Lima and then the Mental Health Wealth podcast Health Wealth. with Keyford. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, go check out those as well, as well as all of our other podcasts that we've been having on the network. And, and leave us uh, ratings and reviews as well uh, in, in whatever you're listening on. That will help us to uh, spread the word and to, uh, to get more listeners and, and certainly grow our network. And, and we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, so, Caleb, thank you for joining us. Thank and, you, man. Uh, thanks for everything that you do for the network. Appreciate the opportunity to be on the podcast, man. We will see you next week as we continue our study of landmines that we should be looking out for. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.